Hey there, and welcome back to the Second Lunch Podcast. This is an episode number, and uh, Hot Jake is back with us, son of a bitch, who's been gone for the last two fucking weeks, doesn't doesn't even give a shit about us anymore. Where did he go first? California or some stupid bullshit? <laughs> okay. Oh, Cali, bro. Cool. Really fucking cool. Uh, and then he decided, instead of being disappointed by us, he'd rather be disappointed by the Mariners last week. So... <laughs> Anyway, mediocre Jake is with us today. And where did Jake go in California? Where did you go? Yeah, where the fuck did you go? Oh yeah, that's not that's fair to take shots at, I suppose, Chris. <laughs> okay, I'll let, I'll let you go. I'll, I'll let you handle it. No, I, well, I left my Ukaipa jokes at home in fairness, <laughs> but I've already said I trust no word with more vowels than consonants. All right, and that's one of them. Sounds vaguely like a slur in the middle. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of the place altogether. Oh, but man. we are gonna have to cut that, and we're glad Jake is back. Uh, I guess uh, we're just gonna get rolling. <laughs> no, we love you, Jake. Although I did bring your birthday present last week, left it outside on accident. So, so we'll have to figure that one out. Did it get stolen? Are we in Seattle? Of course it's gone. I didn't even look. That yeah. is gone. If you see a if you see a random gentleman walking around the streets that has a pew stored in the bowl shirt, you know who found it. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. If you see some guy if you see the guy I saw rob the seven eleven earlier <laughs> with your shirt on. All right. Uh we're just gonna we're gonna launch uh we're gonna launch right into it. I'm wearing a soccer jersey today for those of you listening. Expanding your sports horizon. It's am. only a matter of time until I... I bring you in on the fight game. Yeah, it is only a matter of time. I like sports. I just decided I'm gonna give it a shot. Why not? Um it's kinda it's kinda weird. Liking again, I still do not relate to all the running. Yeah, but it's uh, that's why they're on TV and <laughs> I'm not <laughs> and I'm drinking beers. Uh, it is pretty entertaining to watch, though. And I started thinking about all the stuff that in my life I thought I hated. And then I kind of gave it a shot and changed my mind about country music, hockey, uh, poop jokes. <laughs> now soccer. Do you have anything like that? So country music's a good one. I think that and this is probably reflective of how much of a shit I am. I think there's more things that I have grown to hate that I once found palatable <laughs> or enjoyable, like Forrest Gump. Perfectly fine movie for the first 15 years of my life. Now, get that shit off the TV immediately. That's, that's me with the Cosby show. Different <laughs> reasons, but <laughs> I get it. He out, Cosby ousted himself out of your life a little more violently, say, than Tom Hanks did. But uh, one thing I realized in recent years, and this isn't something I actually don't like, but I just realized you, you got to take it easy, is raw onion. Like when I get a Subway sandwich or something and they go nuts on the raw onion, like this is too much allium. You've, you've ruined this. You've completely fucked me. But yeah, things that I used to hate that I have grown to appreciate. Hmm. Yeah, I guess this is the only one I didn't have a great... Eating ass. <laughs> No, I think I always had some appreciation for it. <laughs> you know, like the first couple times you listen to a really great album, like Neutral Milk Hotel or something, and the first two times you're like, I don't understand this. But then by the third time you're like, this is pretty cool. That's more how I would review <laughs> Eating Ass, Old 87. Um, yeah, that's a good one. We can transition on that note okay. to the Tinderella. <laughs> and to Tinderella questions. Uh, I got gotcha. you. What do you do when the power goes out? For me... Straight to the freezer. I got to make sure the ice cream's sorted. I'm not letting that shit melt. 
Too many cows work too fucking hard to make this ice cream. Got to make sure that's sort of. I'm also not going to be sober with the, like, what else am I going to do? Sit there in the dark? <laughs> I got to be fucking ham. So I always go to wherever there is power and get some reinforcements. This is interesting. It's a bit of a dissection of the hierarchy of needs because the first thing you did is <laughs> deal with something that's like very much the temperature change puts it at risk. You don't know how long the power is going to be out. Right. You're just going to let it melt. Yeah. You're a good scone. You're not going to let that dairy go to waste. And also, if you're buying Ben and Jerry's or something, $4 down the drain, <laughs> down my throat, <laughs> yeah. eat, eat some ice cream soup. But then the second thing you named really has nothing to do with the power going out. Like, your beer's not going to go bad. That's just Chris taking care of his emotional needs. He's moved up one ladder. <laughs> on the hierarchy of needs. <laughs> He's almost too religious enlightenment once he gets. <laughs> uh, so this is a great question. I, I'd i say the first thing is, do you do stuff when you start to think the power might go out? You know, because there's obviously sometimes where shit just goes out. Stop playing video games because when the power goes out in the middle of, you know, I've got five goals with Sidney Crosby and there's like 30 seconds left for the game's over and I can save and the power goes out. Yeah, that's Fuck. nightmare scenario. Well, also, most games now, they're like always online. So it's like, mm -hmm. all right, I'm not going to let fucking Zeus take, you know, give me a loss here. <laughs> right. I, I got Halliday run in the second inning. All right. <laughs> if I don't finish this shit, I'm going to be irate. Uh, but there are times where you get the chance to do the prep work. So when you see like the wind swirling and you're like, mm, shit, power might go out, yeah. lights flicker. Is there anything you do where you're like, fuck, I got to charge my phone. I'm going to make sure I have wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I should have made that clear. That's the thing I always go get because I'm not going to be able to stay up doing anything to the point where I'm tired. But red wine makes me sleepy if I okay. have enough of it so like yeah, two glasses so you've got your medicine so i gotta make it right <laughs> dad needs the old cough medicine <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the i'm definitely running around the house charging things like a jackass uh and then as soon as the power goes out see I've already I have to have the ice cream sorted before that because when the power goes out, I turn into the old guy that's like, nobody opened the fridge. We could be out of power for three days. Like, we're going to be out of power for 45 minutes, but <laughs> got to keep the ice box cold. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this could be it. All right. How many, how deep do you get into a uh, set of instructions before you go rogue? It really depends on how many words there are. There, If there's pictures... I mostly rely on the pictures, but the words, it's just a lot. Now, are you using, are we using the same strategy here for both like Ikea furniture and frozen foods? <laughs> you know, we got different directions in the world here to consider. <laughs> That's a lot of words. I'm going to say 425 for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this is when you find yeah, out. Furniture, you can kind of figure out. Give me the pictures. Let's just make the pictures better. What's with the words? It's I'm not, not here to mm. read. I'm here to put this together. If it's more than 50% words, that's when I start taking some liberties and making my own decisions. Yeah, but with Ikea, there's always, you know, you run that risk of at the end, there's like eight leftover screws. Whereas if there's food, it's not like I'm going to be like, where do these chicken eight breasts come screws, from? screws, there's holes. You can tell where things are supposed to go. If you're fucking up with screws, you're just a fuck up. <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, we've talked about this on the show, but second of all, it depends on the, the caliber of Ikea shit that you're buying. Like, putting together one of their chairs, a breeze. Putting together an armoire, a bit more complicated. A <laughs> little bit more Byzantine. So, 
Yeah, I think if I'm going, uh, definitely if I'm cooking, I'm more likely to go rogue. But I do not trust myself. Really? I'm yeah. the exact opposite. I will follow everything to the letter on cook because I don't trust myself in the kitchen at yeah. all. What I, I get all the ingredients in there, but when it's like quarter teaspoon, uh, you mean uh, one of those? You mean the, approximately <laughs> that amount of shaking the bottle? Vague amount of salt. Yeah. Uh, if I were writing a cookbook, it'd be like, examine the size of the holes on the top of the seasoning you're attempting to use <laughs> and do your best. Holes cookbook. Measure big, with your heart. Yeah, big holes, you're going to take it easy. <laughs> little holes, go a little more nuts. All right. Is there anything more painful than nostril pimples? Katie thinks it's childbirth, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm skeptical because I don't think there is anything worse than you're telling me you had a bad week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, dude. An austral pimple. That is fucking gnarly, dude. When it's like right, right there. And it's just why? How are you even getting pimply? I don't even. It just drives me nuts that it can even happen. Yeah. There are a lot of things that I come across in life where I go, that's probably God's intention. But then there's (laughs) some things like that or mosquitoes where I'm like, maybe there is no God. (laughs) Or maybe he was at least not involved in this decision. You know, yeah. sometimes you let the game run on autopilot. It doesn't make like, me believe more in God, but it does make me believe more in Satan. <laughs> I will say that if you get the pimple in the earlobe, and if you've got earlobes like mine, I've got a lot of real estate to potentially, you know, pull one. Are Those getting, ones can be. Are you getting hair in your ears yet? Oh, yeah, for sure. Fuck, dude. I'm getting some fucking real old man hairs on my ears i went to get a haircut the other day and i think the woman was trying to not was trying to do it quickly (laughs) so as to not like maybe to not call attention to the fact (laughs) that you just got your ears trimmed yeah but she she trimmed the ear hair for me like i was and then i was like well you might as well do the eyebrows that's (laughs) i was like can you please do my eyebrows because it's better than me fucking this up at home i remember one time when i was in like eighth grade Somebody, and this is peak sensitive kid, right? I was a pimpled face junior high kid. Somebody was talking about how bushy my eyebrows were. And uh, I remember somebody being like, why don't you like take care of that? So I was like, I'm going to take care of it. I went home and tried to sort out my own eyebrows with a razor like for my face. I came out looking like I had two <laughs> of Charlie Chaplin's mustaches You're... above my eyes. It you, was you a nightmare. You didn't go for the the height you more went for the <laughs> yeah. well then i was like oh they're uneven so i kept going back and forth and getting and so then i was like well i can't go out in public like this so i got aviator sunglasses and a hat and looked like i was gonna rob a bank at all times <laughs> we know who db cooper was he was a guy that got embarrassed about fucking his eyebrows up he tried to light a smoke on a gas stove and it fucking went up like a goddamn christmas tree <laughs> i did do that once i did try to light a smoke on the stove uh, on a gas range and just absolutely <laughs> took out some, you know, win some, you lose some. <laughs> That's why you don't crank it all the way up to high. You don't go power broiler when you're just trying to get your nicotine fix. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. There is nothing more painful than that. No, that's it. Um, well, so <laughs> this is a good one. What is the story behind the time you pissed off your significant other the most? I don't know how many times this has happened to you, and this might just be the world in which somebody who drinks too much lives in, but have you ever had it where you wake up hungover to a door slamming and your significant other just 
fucking yelling because that is the worst way <laughs> to wake up. Actually, unrelated story. That's how I found out about Kendall. <laughs> Katie and I got in a big. This is the time I pissed her off second best. Actually, also hungover. Uh, big argument. She comes in yelling at me, and I'm like too hungover to. I'm like just let's talk about this in like three hours. Just let me sleep <laughs> a little bit. And uh, she comes back in and starts yelling at me. And she's like, we have another fucking problem. I'm pregnant. I was like, wow, that's the most romantic way you could have told me that. Jesus. So now we have a lovely uh, <laughs> six-month-old daughter. This brings up my next question. What's your cure for a hangover? <laughs> is it being told that you're expecting a child? My cure for a hangover is a 9 a.m. beer. That uh, You know, just yeah. keep, you got to get it moving again. That's literally your your body is just in withdrawals. That's all a hangover is. So you got to add more alcohol back into yeah. the system. Yeah. You got to feed get the Get it moving again. If you barf, you barf. But uh, most pissed off Katie ever got at me was I always sleep with my phone on silent. And she was on her way to work and she blew a tire and doesn't know how to change a tire. And she's like in a sketchy spot on the side of the freeway where it was like, even if she got out to change it, it wouldn't really be safe. So she, I, she had called me like 30 times, but of course I'm fucking out. And so she ends up, this is during peak COVID. So she called her dad and her dad's like, I don't know if I should even come see you. I, you know, I could, we could spread COVID or whatever. Anyway, she ends up calling a cop who helps her. But anyway, she gets home after this like three hour ordeal that I've slept through and f came fucking unglued about me not having my phone on loud. So that was the most. <laughs> Do you pissed. have your phone on loud now? I actually found out how to make it so I can have my phone on silent, but. It only makes noise if Katie specifically. Oh yeah, it. it's like emergency contact exactly. setting. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the uh, I don't know the most pissed off, but certainly the most recent that was notable <laughs> and might at least be entertaining for the podcast was uh, I made Ashley very mad when I told her I was like I just fucking hate this Juice World song, and. <laughs> I delivered that with no joy. There was no like, hey, you know, can we like the dude in Lebowski like initially he's like, hey man, can you just change the station? No, I went in full <laughs> asshole and I just I just fucking hate this song. So and I <laughs> understandably that was not received well. Uh, uh I think I've learned from that, but uh even when we talk about it now in hindsight, I'm like, just to be clear, still fucking hate that Juice World song. I just want to be <laughs> delivered that rudely, but but yeah, that was definitely the silliest, dumbest one. I mean, we're planning the wedding, so give me time. I'm oh, sure God. that I've got something fun. Yeah, good luck with that. That I'm going to torpedo. Um, <laughs> I didn't share my method for curing a hangover. Yeah, it depends on my setting. I think if I'm camping, I'm going 9 a.m. beer. Yeah. There are times that, you know, I've got things to do where it's like, all right, we're going. Remember when we talked about breakfast hot dogs? That's when you get the breakfast <laughs> hot dog. God. That's when you get the fried rice breakfast. Oh, God. Just a little greasy pick-me-up. All right. So Breakfast Hot Dogs is the name of our next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> After this one fails. Yeah. And then the last one is you ain't claiming real estate. Or I meant to say you ain't claiming social security. <laughs> well, I, I also ain't claiming real estate. <laughs> Trust me, my financial woes will be buried in my medical records. <laughs> All right. 
strawberry cream cheese and blueberry what bagels. are we doing what are we doing with this i mean i thought strawberry cream cheese i thought cream cheese had decidedly picked the savory lane why are we adding sweet? what about cheesecake what man? could you even fucking put that on the Blue- blueberry bagel blueberry ba- that's about the only that's about the only thing right it would be insane to put it on anything else and also the blueberry bagel i feel like we're a little past the blueberry bagel. I feel like that's a little too old. Like as a society. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I feel the same way about raisins, but continue. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy a it's raisin like a f- in something from time, not by themselves. That's a food though. from a bygone era, man. It's like right. a Necco I feel wafer. like in 1970 or whenever the fucking blueberry bagel came out, they were pretty stoked. <laughs> right. They're like, have you seen this bagel? They added a blueberry to it. And if, I'm sure the Polish, if, my ancestors <laughs> who invented the goddamn bagel, we're probably like, well, this is offensive. I can't believe they're adding something to the already perfect bagel, although the everything bagel is great. I wonder how they feel about the everything bagel. Anyway, blueberry bagel is old news. If it's 1970, I'm pissed about the fact that the Nixon presidency predates the blueberry bagel by two years. I don't even know why I'm mad about that. I just wouldn't think it was possible. <laughs> You're already mad about something we don't know for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a made update on the fly. That is basically, that's like the only thing it could possibly be used for. Now I'm trying to think of other inventions where it's like, yep, that's the one. That's the single use that it has. <laughs> like uh, the back of a cop car, they've got the... Uh, They've got the seat with the arms in it for when you're cuffed. They've got like oh. the arm cut out for yeah. it. And it's like, I'd like to meet the guy who got the arm cut out patent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That seat has one fucking use. There right. is. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of you sending me the uh, the list of people who got killed by their own inventions today. They oh, had yeah. one about a guy who was driving some sort of car or whatever, died in a car accident because there was two buggies in the road, double wide in front of him. This is when cars went like 20 miles an hour. How the fuck are you getting in a car accident it's at 20? How bad are your reflexes? You're it's, dying. It's all relative. Going it's, 20 miles an hour. You're, you're, it's relative to your time, right? Like, watch a movie from 1940 and watch Transformers 4. <laughs> There's like 16 times the amount of cuts. Like, people these days, their minds are on methamphetamines. Back then, the fucking horse veers, right? You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, no, you mean the horse veers, right? <laughs> Bullshit! <laughs> yeah, exactly. It took nine <laughs> seconds to fucking realize. To completely eat shit on that. That's <laughs> <laughs> the slowest biff ever. <laughs> Thomas Midgley. First of all, let me tell you something about Thomas Midgley. He invented both Freon and leaded gasoline. This guy was like a one-man environmental disaster. <laughs> He's a remarkable dude. Uh... <clears throat> At one point, and by the way, when he created leaded gasoline, the negative health effects of lead had been known for like 150 years. Well, we got to use it somewhere. Ben Franklin was aware. This was there's no plausible deniability. Yeah, you've got all these dead Romans to look at. <laughs> that you can blame this on. Um, but anyways, getting off base here. He was killed by his own contraption. It was something that he in, had invented for himself in his later years to help him get dressed in the morning. And it strangled him. So he tried to Wallace and Gromit his way out of bed and fucking flew too close to the sun, I guess. <laughs> Was it made of lead? I, <laughs> I feel like he's just, everything's got to have lead in it. It's just, 
he's not actually interested in even inventing anything. He's just in the pocket of like whatever lead impresario. <laughs> no, I like to think he invested heavy in lead. Like he yeah. had a bunch of lead in the shed in the yard, and he's Look, like, man. we got to find a way to fucking yeah. sell this. It's all lead and cadmium, dude. We got to <laughs> shit. We're gonna poison these people. Well, I've never looked at anything and be like, I got to put lead in that. <laughs> Especially gasoline. You know what separates me from Thomas Midgley Jr.? <laughs> Lack of desire. No catalyst to fill everything with lead around me. Perhaps I just lack that drive. I'm not hustle grinding enough to... I don't have that rise and grind mindset oh. to fill my life with lead. But yeah, he, in an effort to sell leaded gasoline to the ignorant dipshits of his time, he... In 1924, did a, I guess you'd call it a demonstration, <laughs> where he poured he poured this shit on his hands and like inhaled like <laughs> like volatilized lead. And he's like, "Look, man, it's like totally safe." He ended up having to leave the state and go south for like a year to clear out the lead poisoning. So he did this demonstration. <laughs> Got just through it enough to be like, I'm good, and then stumble off to Arizona to let his like lungs clear out. And then he wonders why he ended up with health problems in later years. <laughs> Thomas Midgley Jr. All right, back to bagels. Should an unsliced bagel, should that even be legal? Well, it starts, it's got to start that way. You can't be slicing of it way too. Of course it starts that way, but I shouldn't be able to buy an unsliced bagel because nobody's just chomping into a fucking bagel. Well, if you're going to the actual plate, see, the thing is when you start to cut it, you've got all this bread exposed. I think I'll agree to disagree on this one, though, like the Thomas Everything bagels, those aren't even like normal bagels. Those are like doughy little creations. And those ones, yes, please give me those pre-sliced because I don't... <laughs> This is not a game. I've never <laughs> cut a bagel exactly in half, like top and bottom. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? All right. I if this is turning into an 50, indictment. 50. All right. Now I feel attacked because <laughs> now I feel like you're asking me if I ever cut my uncut bagels properly. And the answer is no. Of course <laughs> it's no. That's what I'm saying. Of that's, course it's coming out wrong. You deserve better than that. You shouldn't <laughs> ever have to. Nobody should ever have to cut their own you, bagel. Then if you put it in the fucking toaster, the bottom, which is super thin now because I had to cut it by my fucking self, is way too toasty. And then like, the top, not toasty enough. How did I get a, a fucking knife, nightmare? How did I get a knife to sharply dogleg to the left through bread? You know, <laughs> how did I not correct this while right. it was You know happening? how many people are bad with knives too? This is dangerous. This oh, is, yeah, I've got this scar on my hand. I mean, from, come on. Yeah, this is what I'm talking no about. So you changed your mind. It's <laughs> <laughs> I've convinced you. Right. I'm on your side here. Uh, but. Yeah, and then, of course, if it's a blueberry bagel, in the trash. In the trash. Right away. All right. Uh, <laughs> speaking of bagels, speaking of food, <laughs> let me just seamlessly transition. Uh, you were telling me about, how, how, how's feeding Kendall so far? Is she eating solid foods yet? Uh, we're working on it. She It's funny, because she wants to touch anything we put in front of her. She thinks wine glasses are hilarious only if there's wine in them so if like it's definitely got the most comic potential i was <laughs> i was sitting by katie and i had a glass of wine and katie was breastfeeding her and kendall would like go back for a couple sucks and then like stare at the glass of wine and like fucking smack it a couple times and then go back for a couple more chugs and then come back and fucking smack the glass a couple times it was hilarious um but i realized the only way she currently ingests anything right now is by drinking 
And the other day I was feeding her and she choked a little bit. You know, like how you do when you just swallow wrong yeah. every once in a while. Yeah, when beer goes down the wrong shoe right. for me. Yeah, dude, I fuck up swallowing way more than she does by comparison. <laughs> Which is bananas because she's a fucking rookie and I'm a 31-year vet of swallowing <laughs> liquid. Yeah, and I've been eating food here. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah I've, I've gone on to the next level. <laughs> And she like barely chokes, but there's times where I'm just like chugging a beer and I fuck up and I, you know, start coughing or whatever. It's just yeah. crazy to me that it's like, why is there coffee all over the kitchen? <laughs> Kendall fucked up. It went wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Why were you giving Kendall coffee? Yeah, enough. <laughs> no, I, I'm absolutely guilty of that. And I'm sure that Kendall is better at consuming than I am. I haven't had any like near death instances though with choking on something at least yeah. or have you ever ha- had like a a sketchy situation oh, actually, get some food you want to know uh one time i was working on some pretzels and my sister had a friend over and they were making a fort and they wouldn't let me in and i was furious so you choked. i was yeah, i was somehow <laughs> i'm gonna fucking choke <laughs> i was infuriated i ran inside uh it just popped a pretzel in my mouth, and I went to yell to my mom, who was like upstairs on the phone, that Katie wasn't letting me into her fort. My sister's name's also Katie, for the record. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, as soon as I went to yell, I sucked. The pretzel goes down, gets lodged in my throat. I'm terrified, but at the same time, pretzels have holes in them. I'm still getting air. <laughs> Like, I might have been choking, but I also would totally have been fine. You make it like eight minutes. Until that thing got, yeah, until that thing got wet enough to just mush and go down, I was going to be fine. <laughs> but I was still panicking. And so my mom told me one thing I'd never heard before. She comes downstairs, obviously freaking out. She's like, just try to throw up. And I was like, what? She's like, try to throw up. And that is what I did. It came out came shooting out no problem i didn't know that was a thing you could do since you obviously can't do the heimlich to yourself but if you're ever choking just try to good to know yeah for my work from home days (laughs) yeah Yeah, i posted my address in my uh outlook signature nobody will ever know if i choke on something on camera i'm dying but my address is in there (laughs) in the off chance that somebody's like he's turning blue oh shit his address is in an outlook email And then they can call the cops from three states away and they find my corpse before the cats eat my eyeballs or something. Um, yeah, this is, uh, I'm going to skip over the Oregon Trail one for now because I feel like we've talked about that a little bit. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about water levels in video games, specifically Super Nintendo and how they're entirely bullshit. Totally bullshit. Well, let's, let's not... Let's not get into the obvious thing, like you're playing a racing game and you drive a car into the water and the car's still working. It's a lot to ask of these species. Like Donkey Kong, (laughs) you need him to be your army and your navy. You know, one fucking step (laughs) at a time there, Eisenhower. (laughs) Let's keep this land-based right now. Also, at some point, the water level just stops. Like, you're just, oh, it's, it's 20 feet deep for the rest of the ocean. There's no other types of game where it changes, like, the physical place that you're in like that there's never like you're playing mlb the show and it's like oh sure we're playing baseball on the moon <laughs> 900 foot fences man they got a third of the gravity you got to do what you got to do barry bonds can crank it about 900 <laughs> but no super mario fucking donkey kong every 10 levels they are just ready to change your atmosphere entirely and they always give you the saddest fucking music because they know that you're going to be stuck there a while the physics are different you're going to be fucked, so you got to hear, like, the first Donkey Kong 
water level is some of the bleakest fucking sad sack music you can find in all of video game history. It is like an Elliot Smith level sadness that sets in. <laughs> and uh, anyways, I'll save the rest of that for therapy. But <laughs> I've got some stuff to talk to Laura about. But yeah, absolute, absolute fucking bullshit. And now I'm trying to think of whether there's an Air Force requirement for these games. <laughs> That's really... Uh, when's the last time you played a, you know Super Nintendo games, played some classic... <sighs> Fuck, dude, I don't know, because I, the first time I ever rage quit, I was probably six. My brother, very good at video games, and so he always kind of... I spent most of the day watching him play. I'm like, oh, pff, it's a fucking breeze. I'd get on there and try to play and just fucking biff. Like, just <laughs> eating shit. Terrible. Can't fucking play it. And so, there, <laughs> I was such an annoying little kid. There were times where, like, I'd be watching my brother play, and he'd be, like, dominating. And I'd be so furious, I would just get up and turn the console off because I was the worst. <laughs> worst little brother you ever. And, uh, yeah, so I didn't really start playing video games myself until n64 i was really good at mario kart and whatever the mario game was for N64. mario 64 yeah yeah <clears throat> those yeah Though, definitely not good at those the only game i've ever truly been good at were like the fight night games got up into the the rankings on those ones but that's a lot of it's a lot of not leaving your house <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll cut that little dead spot out Chris, you wanted to talk about mustachioed men. Yeah, I don't know. The mustache is making a comeback. And I think I th the comeback's been made. I, I'm here for it. I think I'm here for it. I, you know, I used to feel like every time I saw somebody with a mustache, I used to kind of go, ugh. Stranger danger? Yeah. but Or, yeah, I, I mean, I used to always think pedophile. Maybe pedophiles have just changed their... They realized that that was too. <laughs> yeah, they're on to me with a, the mustache. Yeah, exactly. Too much of a giveaway. I should have realized when we were all at the committee meeting together that we all looked the same. I got to move on to huge frame glasses. <laughs> <laughs> you just described the two elements of Dahmer's image. <laughs> well, the shoe fits. Um, but yeah, now I meet a guy with the mustache, and most of the time I'm like, "Fucking all right." I kind of just I like, can fight this guy. I fucking like this guy. Oh, I thought you were gonna Not say fight. No. If I'm going to fight any type of facial hair, um, the unattached beard, that drives me insane. Oh, I thought you were going to go soul patch. I thought you were going to go like early 2000s <laughs> oh, okay, closer. Okay, I was changing my answer. MLB soul closer. Patch, for sure. <laughs> Scott Spezio's got it coming. <laughs> yeah, ugh. Yeah, not not big on the soul patch. But yeah, I don't know what it is about. I Now I see a guy with the mustache and I start with, all right, I like this guy rather than this fucking guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I still don't trust people with mullets, though. Still That's not there. Even a hockey player? Even a hockey player. Really? They don't get kind of grandfathered Yeah, they in. look a little better because they don't just have a mullet. They ha they've got some cheese on top, too, right? they got some nice salad up there. It's not just... <laughs> they got the flow. Yeah, they got flow. It's not just the back. Okay, so, yeah, you're describing almost more the, the buzz-cut mullet or the skullet if you're in the Jesse Ventura realm. Right. When where... I think of a mullet, what, what Joe Dirt? That's what I think of. <laughs> That's a bit much for me. No, that's fair. I mean, I, I think it's safe to say that nobody with a mullet is going to be, like, curing cystic fibrosis. 
I'm not saying they're not smarter than me or like gonna like win some bar trivia, but you're just there's no president with a mullet. It's just not happening that way. So I can appreciate somebody that's sort of committed themselves to their lot on the social hierarchy. Like somebody with a mullet, like they might have invented pull tabs. That's that's about the peak of their power. My dad had a mullet for years, and I can tell you that at times he's like a human pull tab. He's like the personification. <laughs> it's a gamble. It's a gamble. And I've definitely seen him play a couple hundred dollars worth. But he's also the asshole. It's like, I want $1,200 on a pull tab. <laughs> well, you didn't win anything because that money is being rented for the next dumb thing that you do. But <laughs> it's like winning money in Vegas. This is a rental for two hours tops until uh. you find a way to lose it. But yeah, that's also, never mind. I'm not even going to try it with that one. Chris, this next one, I, I really can't finesse. Uh, putting condoms on a dildo? <laughs> yeah. You didn't Dude. give me more context I, either. Yeah, you I, just left I, it. I uh, was doing some research. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I saw... Seeing if I have a latex allergy. I saw a video with two ladies, one of whom was wearing a uh, contraption that made it look like she had a wiener. These- <laughs> But she's wearing a strap colorful, on. Oh, right, she's wearing a strap such colorful on. euphemisms. <laughs> I've been at a condom on it. And I just started thinking, like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> what could that condom or what could that what could that strap on possibly have? Or what could she that, see that's what that I just was, says to me that I'm not having enough fun with my strap on. Like, right, clearly there's a rung right, of strap on right, experience right. that I have not graduated to. Uh, why does the why does a strap on have a I can tell you right now it's not gonna come, so you don't mm. need to worry about that. <laughs> Again, you don't know where that thing's been. STD Yeah, watch it. You can bleach a dildo <laughs> and be fine. Just let it, you know, wash it and just Yeah. Sure, they tell you they're dishwasher safe, but when you've got family, are they really dishwasher safe? You know, nobody wants to be popping <laughs> that open looking for a spatula yeah right get... they're dishwasher safe but they're not kid like if your kid opens up the dishwasher and there's a dildo in there you got to answer some questions right. right i also what i really started thinking was like maybe this is just an oversight like how far did this go like maybe they're on set and somebody there only had their high school sex ed education and they're like well you're supposed to put a condom on it I, and so they rolled the little condom on the dildo, thinking that's what you got to do. This is a great theory. I'm, it's not a banana, but now that you're on this this tip, so to speak, uh, <laughs> I, I I'm thinking it might be just pure bureaucracy where they're going through the union language, and they're like, it says any member, and then somebody like legal is like, okay, yeah, but that's a plastic like, member. Okay, but that's section three two. What did three one say? Does it refer to the member as like belonging to a human? They're like, no, it's not <laughs> fucking human at all. My our hands are tied here. <laughs> Becomes a compliance issue. You want to take the risk, and they're like, put the fucking rubber on the dildo. <laughs> There's some outraged attorney that's like, I got a degree at fucking Georgetown for this. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, I like all the different colors of dildos. That's fun. <laughs> yeah the people that grew up in the lambskin condom days those those fuckers had it just it was all just beige and brown you know no purples no pinks yeah i mean flesh tones you know it seems like that would make the most sense but yeah and somebody shows up with like a lime green dildo you're like you're you seem fun you're here to party yeah yeah <laughs> flesh tone is a little bit 
That's like when somebody wears one of those like, really realistic masks on Halloween, and it's like, whoa, okay. The fun of it is actually in the cartooniness. When you get into this uncanny valley shit, it kind of freaks everyone out in the not good way. <laughs> you look 80% like William Shatner, and it's fucking weird. <laughs> So this is a little bit late, but it led to a good question. So we're recording this, you know, June 7th or 8th, whatever it is. We do This Week in History. This is admittedly last week's This Week in History, but May 28th, 1907, the first Isle of Man TT race is held. And that is, for for the viewers at home that aren't aware, basically the most dangerous motorcycle race in the world. So... On that topic, what is the most dangerous thing you've ever done? Unprotected sex with a dildo. Aside. <laughs> oh. <laughs> traveled, Call back. Traveled we to Mexico. I don't know. I actually have to think about that. What's your answer? Mm. Got a couple answers. Um, first one is uh, Snowpocalypse in like 2008 or nine that uh, got Greg Nichols removed as mayor mm. because he <laughs> sold the snow plows off. We... We sled down hills that, of course, when somebody's like, what's the most dangerous thing you've done? Sledding. Like, nerd. <laughs> we were going down like a 45 degree angle alley that went about six blocks. And there was no real way to stop once you start that. So it's like, I hope no car's coming. Mm. And you just kind of strap in. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's a few other things for sure in that vein. See, I think this is where you and I are different because I always had bits and was fucking around in school and you weren't as much. I never did anything dangerous. I mean, that's that's mildly dangerous. And you got in fights and stuff, dude. You're so tough. Oh, yeah. You're so fucking tough. <laughs> My brother used to tag when he was a kid and one time he was on a billboard and dropped his phone, which then it's like, well, when the cops come, they're going to know exactly who tagged this. So he had the choice of... Suffer those consequences or drop 30 feet off of the billboard. <laughs> drop 30 feet off the billboard. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess, uh, shit. I had I had better answers for this, but now. I think the oh, most dangerous thing I ever did was climb a roof with you. <laughs> I do this have... actually reminds me, speaking of romantic things we've done together. Oh, yeah. Do you remember our first kiss? I don't. Uh, I assume it was a game of chicken that we just refused to. Uh... Oh, yeah, because you and I, neither of us quit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, just like that ass doesn't it's... quit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Had to. Had to. No, we. Uh... Literally no choice. <laughs> it was my wedding day. And. Uh... All right, that was not what I was expecting. <laughs> it was. Sorry, Katie. Katie and I were had been done and hitched, you know? We got done hitched. And we're back at the casino, eating uh, at that pizza place and rewatching the Packers preseason game from earlier that day. Mm. And we're like at the outskirts of this brewery, and we have our own big table and stuff. And I don't remember how how we did, but I said something about how I could kiss you on the mouth, and it turned into chicken instantly. I mean, nothing needed to be said, right? Uh, and so I leaned in, you leaned in, and it just happened. And then as we pulled away, there was a security guard. 
<laughs> right behind us. And it was like, as I saw your face fade away from mine, all I saw was her face like, oh my God. Like, I suppose that's happened? indicative of where we were at, that somebody saw two men kiss and was like, that was wild. Yeah. Well, also. <laughs> very for, pedestrian. I mean, for sure, definitely part of where we were, yeah. I won't, I won't get into where we were, but yes, it was... Uh, Angel of the Winds. A lot, a lot of fuck Biden flags in them parts, but... Uh, His name is Brandon. <laughs> uh, is that the guy they keep telling to let's go? Um, <laughs> is that what all the yard art So there's that, but about? also, looking at the two of us, if I had to pick two guys out of ten, I would never pick you and I to just smooch real quick in public. Ever. I'm- I mean, that's what makes this relationship special, you know? Fucking love you, buddy. It's got that je- Love you, buddy. <laughs> it's got that je ne sais quoi. <laughs> love you, buddy. Uh, Gucci and... <laughs> it's hard to transition off that one. <laughs> Gucci yeah. or Greasy, drinking the whole Capri Sun without breathing. This is yours, so I'll let you get your answer Yeah, first. so one of Ashley's hangover <laughs> cures is to breathlessly drink know, somewhere between two and six Capri Suns back to back. <laughs> And not even just drink them, like wringing Capri Sun out of a stone type where you, you get the full twist. So that you can <laughs> <out>. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot that you do that. Yeah. Holy shit. You see, yeah. I haven't had a Capri Sun in a long time. They don't really have adult friendly containers. I'm, I, I can't be walking around with a fucking Capri Sun pouch. Just sip it as much as I may want to. It looks a little fucking weird. You would think they would have allowed it to be used as a mixer by now, Put right? Put it in a like, bottle. Right. Something, you know. Right. <laughs> I'm going to say that it's Gucci. In fact, I'm going to say not chugging it is greasy. <laughs> Nursing a Capri Sun <laughs> right? for the birds. Exactly. <laughs> it is, that is how it's meant to be taken. Yeah. I, I think the last time I had a Capri Sun, I quote unquote shotgunned it. so yeah Uh, this is a since we've we've still got some time this is a good time for me to ask have you ever snorkeled a beer snorkeled a beer oh like where you put the straw in a bottled beer because you can't shotgun a bottled beer but you put the straw in it and it lets the uh lets the air out so you can drink it at maximum speed i've never even heard of that but we should do it (laughs) that is amazing works best with the bendy straws of course because you can kind of bend it the other way right otherwise you're just getting stabbed in the face (laughs) all right chris so i think we've still got we're actually doing great on time so uh, did you want to talk a little bit about your childhood yeah. elephant ear experience? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, and while you're doing that, I'm also going to, I'm going to pull up a couple more things just in case. Let's do it. So I was thinking, uh, the other day about the first time I had an elephant ear and how until recently I thought, I mean like two or three years ago, I thought elephant ears were Chinese, like Chinese food. Like you could right. go to a Chinese restaurant and get an elephant ear because the first time i ever had an elephant ear i was like six and it was the incorporation for sammamish my mom was on the border or whatever to make that happen so they're having this big old thing uh at the park and a bunch of vendors there and this chinese man comes up to my mom and he's asking us if we want an elephant ear and i'd never even heard of an elephant ear before i'd never had one but I was thinking, oh, well, that's a weird thing to eat. Of all the parts of the elephant, it seems like everything else you take the body. Why are we doing there? But then I, <laughs> then I was thinking, like, okay, 
What's your fixation? Dude? Like, as a six-year-old kid, all that I really understood about Chinese food was some of the stuff is a little different than what I'm not going to eat scorpions. Generally, there's certain things they eat that I this normally would Six-year-old Chris Bray. Right? So, so I'm thinking it's an actual elephant ear. And uh, you're about to have a unique culinary But my mom's experience. looking at me like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I, I trust you, I guess. I'm going to eat an elephant's ear today. <laughs> and he comes back with an elephant ear. And I'm like, okay, I don't. that looks delicious. Yeah, I, I don't know what dough. you did to this elephant or its ear, but this looks incredible. <laughs> it fried the hell out of it. Uh, I then found out it was not an elephant's ear at all. But then I still, up until like recently, was thinking... That it was Chinese food because that was the only setting in which, like, that was my initial exposure to it, right? So now, whenever I went to like the only places you can get an elephant, like a fair or something like that, (laughs) I was like, oh, it's it's kind of cool that they're like they have other cultures' desserts and like foods. They've expanded a bit. Yeah, they're being really inclusive with this Chinese dessert. That that is reminds me of uh, as a kid the first football game I went to was a Raiders game when I was like three and I got offered cotton candy, by and it was my dad had like taken a bite and was like oh do you want some but it was pink cotton candy and you know if you take a bite it looks like red, and I was convinced like there's blood on this cotton candy <laughs> like get this shit out of here who would eat this madness, but years later found out all right pretty good but <laughs> and then years after that got diabetic not as good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> this is why you need metformin. Uh, I, I'm not going to set up this one. I think we still have somewhere between five and ten minutes. Um, I think the most untrustworthy kind of adult is a 46 year old with a Jan Sport. Hundred percent. Yeah, because there's only two things that a, an adult with a backpack, and of course it depends For on. For starters, how you he went bottom shelf backpack. It's yeah, yeah. two zippers, it's two zippers. A, yeah, he's so not going two camel zippers back. in the whole thing. <laughs> oh, in my experience, there's only two things that a middle-aged man with a backpack in the middle of a city is going to be doing. One, selling drugs. Yeah, fine, respectable. Two, drinking out of his backpack. Also fine and respectable, yeah. but not trustworthy. Neither of these are trustworthy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I'm is not, my key. I'm not asking that guy to watch my kid for a second while I nip into the liquor store. Yeah, yeah I believe in 30 Rock. Uh, Jack Donaghy says never go with a hippie to a second location. <laughs> uh, Similar logic applies here when you're dealing with Backpack Man. Because, yeah, that guy's got two handles of vodka in there. I don't know. Was, is there any uh, red flag characteristic of somebody if you see on the street where you're like, no, I'm not trifling with. I'm not not messing with this guy. Um, schizophrenia usually. <laughs> Sorry, uh, <laughs> that was nearly our first spit really take on the show. That would really visibly down the block mental illness. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really. It. I mean, for for me, I generally start with trusting anybody, and then I just. You know, further analysis kind of gets me to my conclusion. Here, I'll throw out another example. Like today, uh, today, I was telling you when we were outside. When I was, I was parked in my car, I was waiting to come in. I, I'm going to be honest. I was staying in my car because there's air conditioning in it and not in here. Um, or enough in here. I'm sweating. But <laughs> uh, so I was sitting in my car, and then I saw somebody who did not have a home uh, running, which for starters is always kind of like, okay, that's a little odd. 
but he just had a bunch of stuff. Okay, this is bunch. another sketchy thing. Uh, adults running. <laughs> All right, we're yeah. identifying what, some what's, stuff. What are we doing here? Yeah, exactly. You got jeans on for what? Should it's, I follow you? Where that's are you why I don't from? run. That's why I don't run. <laughs> I don't want to be judged. But this guy's footing it, right? He's just booking it down the street with a bunch of stuff in his arms. And I didn't think about it until he dropped something, and then he turned around, looked right at it, and instead of going back to get it, started running again. And I was like, oh, what? And then I saw the guy come out of the 7-Eleven who was running it, and I saw him realize he'd been bamboozled. And then I realized what I was seeing. But you see how long I trusted that guy running with a yeah. bunch of stuff in his arms? And, and one part that I really like, his beer was open. So as he was <laughs> running out... With all the stolen goods, he cracked. The beer. Well, that's a that's a priority situation. Like when they showed footage of, you know, but that would have been a good time to have a backpack. Yeah, but see, that would also be a good time to demonstrate the lack of twist- trustworthiness <laughs> that you have yeah. because you have this backpack. Well, on. you didn't trust the guy who robbed that Seven Eleven. You got to quit saying robbed. He stole some stuff. Robbed is like a <laughs> oh, gunpoint gun point. term. Okay. It's like when you say dope and you're talking about weed, okay. and it's like dope. What is term heroin. would you like me to use, Cole? <laughs> Stole some stuff. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I he saw re- this guy stole some stuff. <laughs> Robbed is just a little too felonious. <laughs> you need to get at least $200 worth of stuff before it's robbed, and I just think there were too many Twinkies well, in hey, this guy's arms. Just right. I don't want it to sound like I wasn't rooting for the guy. Because, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the way, the look in his eyes, he was stoked, right? F- afraid. But clearly he, you know. Yeah, like a running back that's breaking one loose where he's like, I might get caught, but also I see daylight. Yeah, that way that Kyler Murray kind of leans like a little kid running away when when they got your phone. You know what I mean? He just doesn't want you to grab him. Yeah, it's pretty adorable. Uh, Anyway, I hope he's somewhere enjoying uh, all of his goods. Potato skins or whatever. Uh, I'm going to tell a couple stories. Uh, Jake, what do we got? Five minutes? Uh, I'll tell a couple quick stories about my buddy Brady and some of the thefts he used to uh, commit at the uh, Queen Anne Safeway up on the hill. So, Wow. Uh, you named him and everything. Oh, yeah. I think there's a statute of limitations on stealing Takati, um, specifically. <laughs> it's like two years shorter than the rest of the beers. But, yeah, so it started slow. It's, it is a Safeway in an affluent neighborhood. There's not a lot of police activity. There's not a lot of concern that people are going to be stealing there. So take a couple things. Oh, there's a party. You know, take a sandwich, whatever. I mean, I think the good corporate people at Safeway will be able to foot the bill. But uh, this continued to escalate. Like, oh, we're going to get a whole basket of stuff this time. I'm going to get potato skins, like, loaded up. (laughs) The people at the party are hungry. (laughs) And then one time... They had a display of Takati near the front door, uh, and he stole 16 12-packs of Takati. He just loaded up three different carts, brought them all out one by one, loaded his car. Oh, my God. Easy peasy. So, anyways, Chris, what I was going to ask is, do you want to go to Safeway today? <laughs> you just made me think. Have you ever stolen anything? Yeah, a couple times. Uh, I, The last thing I distinctly... Actually... The one thing I know I got caught for stealing was actually like a book of egghead puzzles, like word searches. <laughs> You're such a fucking nerd. I know, right? I stole it at least. <laughs> I didn't pay for that shit. I stole it at Fuck least. Fuck you, Archies. How about that? 
<laughs> oh, uh, again, way too afraid. I was never going to steal something. But I, at one point, I didn't realize I was stealing something until I, the, the numbers really, really showed. It was when I was uh, managing the Comedy Underground, and the bartender at the back bar by like where my booth was would always give me free drinks anytime i went in i'd try to pay and it got to the point where me and jackie was just like she oh yeah she wouldn't even jackie's great she should be like eh, you know whatever yeah. keep it. <laughs> so i was like well hey i'll save jackie some some work i'll just go get it out of the walk-in myself so i just started going into the walk-in cooler and taking out like a six-pack of rainiers <laughs> didn't start with one or two. <laughs> yeah, no. You're taking well, actual numbers here. <laughs> yeah, just boom, six. Because I know I'm going to have six over the course of a night. Why not? You're just, just being realistic. Right. Uh, and then we had kind of a meeting, which was weird because we never had meetings. And uh, the owner was like, hey. Oh, I there's... thought you were going to say the chef called it. <laughs> the chef was involved. <laughs> <laughs> the funny part was the chef knew exactly where this was going. And and the owner was like, "Yes, yeah, so there's there's uh, four pallets of Rainier not accounted for in the last month. Does anybody know?" And then they started blaming other people, and I was just like, "Yeah, it must have been Robert. Yeah, it's crazy. Shit, Robert this is like that. the thing where it's like everybody just starts blaming each other." No, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't no just own it because again, I could have just been like, "Yeah, okay, I'll give you forty eight dollars or whatever those fucking pallets." Four cost. pallets sounds substantive. <laughs> Like, I know what a fucking pallet is in unit measurement. Yeah, but the whole time the chef's looking at me, because he fucking do. He caught me in the fucking cooler how many times? All right. Take your scowl in your Denver's, Denver Broncos jersey somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to talk about the chef more in the future. But... <laughs> well, where are we on time? Two minutes. Do we have anything we can do in two minutes? Other than each other? When have potatoes or gone Jake, too far? Or, oh, when have dude? When haven't potatoes gone too far? Uh, uh, potatoes are everything anymore. It's or, even vodka. Well, yeah, it's pretty good vodka though. the The lousy Reds figured that one out a long time ago. <laughs> potatoes are just—I don't even remember when, why I wrote this. Honestly, <laughs> there's there's two potatoes are everything. Fries, hash browns—they're in everything. Yeah, I guess I don't really have a whole lot of spud related. We're gonna end on a real dud here. Yeah, we're gonna cut we're that gonna one. On something we're gonna <laughs> cut. <Yeah. laughs> what, what what do I need to mention when we wrap up? Uh, I don't think there's anything. We don't have any guests coming up, right? Nothing like that. No, Conan bailed on us. I guess I kind of bailed on him because he seemed like wishy washy. Well, because he was bailing on us, so it's like breaking up with them before they break up with you. No, that's good. That's good. That's one we were going to talk about. Oh. Have you ever dumped somebody? No, no. I've only been in two real relationships, the one I'm in now and then the one where it was a mutual breakup, which wait. means, of course, it wasn't wait. mutual. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Wait, what's your body count? Well, I, like five, four? Okay, that's pretty good for two relationships. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I didn't, I'm not putting up numbers over here. That's not that bad for two relationships. That's... Body count, you have to come up with a better nomenclature. That is just That's so what ugly. the kids are saying these days. There's I don't no know. Way. I agree it's stupid, but you knew what I meant. That's the name of 
Ice T's metal band where they sang Cop Killer. <laughs> I don't want to associate that with sex. <laughs> I mean, you don't. It's pretty hot when <laughs> Ice T's going at it, but nonetheless. Yeah, I've never dumped anybody. I've always been dumped. I've always been like, I can make it work. She's like fucking three other dudes. And I'm like, we can figure this out. <laughs> I swear we can figure this out. Let's make it work. This must be me. Let's. Look, I can watch you guys through the Venetian blinds. I like the crinkly noise it makes when I fucking... It's like a noir film. Just shower before you come home next time. Seriously. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I got too real, too fast. Anyway, let's wrap up on yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to transition off walking into your house to the smell of vinegar to the end of this episode, but I encourage you to walk that way. <laughs> Oh, everybody likes being cuckolded. Anyhow, we uh, love you guys. Thanks for listening. It's been another fun episode. I hope. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. I feel like I'm bombing every single time. And then I listen back to him like, all right, this is okay. Me and a couple I think hundred I'm other more people this time. like this. I think this. you're okay. Uh, like and subscribe. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, kind of. I always feel like I forget one. Anyway, links are below, unless you're listening, and I just fucking sort it out. <laughs> <laughs> Go wherever you listen to things and uh, look for Second Lunch Podcast. Uh, I've been Chris Moran here with Colpy, Hot Jake on the ones and twos. And uh, yeah, I love you guys a lot. Thank you. <laughs>